In the name of God, Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer, Amen. God is a genius. God is a genius. I have worked in hospitals and clinics for 45 years, and I have seen what God has created. Look at the magnificent creation called the human body. How often do you stop to think about all its complexity and all that transpires? How often do you think about breathing? I would say that most of you don't think about it at all. You don't stop during the day and say, oh, I think I need to take a breath. And how many times do you breathe a minute? 12, 14, 18? Lungs are a complex mechanism that bring oxygen to the body and push out the carbon dioxide. And yet, life is dependent on such a narrow band to maintain life. Certainly, much more complex than just that, but a function that is necessary to life. One of God's miracles. How often do you think about your heart beating? Again, you probably don't even think about it because it just happens. Yet the heart, a muscle that pumps oxygen throughout our body, lub-dub, lub-dub, 60, 70, or 80 times a minute, whether we think about it or not. It is so amazing and so elegant It is another miracle of God. The whole of our human bodies is a miracle, especially when we look at all the complex and intertwined functions of the human body. God is a genius. During my time in hospitals, I've had the honor to observe some of God's miracles. Miracles that happen more often than we think. God is constantly with us and is constantly performing these miracles. During the Vietnam War, I worked in a critical care unit that was especially for the wounded coming back from Vietnam. I want to share a couple of these miracles with you. Jeff, a 22-year-old soldier, was wounded in battle. He was shot in the head and had been in a coma for several days before he arrived to us. So he returned to us and he remained with us for several months. The neurologist gave him little chance of recovery. We cared for him. We bathed him, we fed him tube feedings, we turned him religiously as to prevent bed sores. Now Jeff had been with us for three months and we had just finished giving him 
his morning bath. And we went about our routine there in the unit. When all of a sudden, Jeff sat up in his bed and he looked around the room and he said, I would like a hamburger. The doctor looked at him, he looked at us, and he said, well, get the man a burger. A miracle of God. During the Tet Offensive of 1967, we received a soldier, Jimmy, who was burned over 80% of his body, second and third degree burns. He was a victim of a phosphorus grenade. When we received him, the doctor on duty looked at him. Then he looked over at me. He shook his head and he said, he will not survive this. Well, Jimmy came in to us at the hospital weighing 168 pounds. But over the months, we treated his burns, tried to help prevention of loss of fluids and prevention of infections. And at that point, Jimmy had gone down to 67 pounds. He was also started on dialysis because his kidneys began to fail. Our hope for Jimmy was minimal. And we used to go across the hall to the chapel that was across there, and we would pray for Jimmy. Frequently you'd see us go in there and do that. Amazingly, Jimmy survived this massive trauma and ordeal. He was stable, and then he was sent back home to a hospital near his home for further treatment. When another medic and I came back to a stateside assignment, we stopped in Los Angeles to visit Jimmy and his family. He had now gained weight with the help of physical therapy and other treatments. He was now regaining his strength. This was an almost unbelievable miracle. A miracle of God and one that I experienced through my own eyes. There are many miracles throughout our lives and throughout the Bible. And God uses and used those miracles to strengthen faith in believers and to instill faith in non-believers. We see these in the Old Testament and in the New Testament through Jesus, God incarnate. Perhaps one of the more important miracles was God introducing himself. I am who I am from the burning bush. Then with Moses' help, with God's help, Moses goes out and does these miracles. Moses puts his staff over the Red Sea and it parts. When the Hebrews were cornered by Pharaoh's army, they walk across to safety on the other side. When I first saw this parting of the sea in the Cecil B. DeMille version of the Ten Commandments, I was in total awe. 
I was 10 years old then. And it left an indelible impression as to the miracles and power of God. Today in the Gospel of John, Jesus uses the words used at the burning bush. I am. Jesus emphasizes the I am. Each time he uses these two words, like his father, like the God of creation, the God of the Exodus, the God who was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. It is clear that Jesus was truly identifying himself with God. Especially when he says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But this is just one of the I am statements. Jesus had many I am statements. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the gate. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way and the truth and the life. I am the vine. Today, we continue to hear about after the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. He took the bread and the fish, and when he had given thanks to God, he distributed them to those who were seated there. And they ate as much as they wanted. But Jesus taught by example. He taught them to be thankful as he thanked God for those fish and the loaves. And he also taught them to share. To share. And after they had ate their fill, still had 12 baskets full of food. Remember, they were done, the disciples got in their boats and left, but Jesus was not with them. So the people go looking for Jesus. They follow him to a small town called Capernaum. Then Jesus starts teaching in the synagogue about a different food, a spiritual food that will last, a sustenance that nourishes and strengthens us in our earthly life but also our eternal life. Jesus concludes by telling them, It is my Father that gives you the bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Did you miss the bread of life during this pandemic? Did you miss that outward and visible sign that provides spiritual food that sustains us, that fills us? I know I did. I cried tears of joy the first time 
I was able to receive that spiritual food again. We receive the manna from God and the bread of life as oft as we shall in memorial of Christ. Whatever miracle we think about or perhaps experience, like the parting of the seas, the healing of the sick, or the raising of the dead, our faith, like the mustard seed, might be the smallest, the least, the tiniest, but our faith continues to grow to fill our spiritual void. Our faith and belief in our God and his Son, Jesus the Christ, can continue to grow and grow into eternity. Jesus is the bread of life. Feast on his love and you will never go hungry. Another miracle that we can feast on. Amen.